Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Golf Screen Guild Theater. The director of the Golf Theater and your host, Roger Pryor. Good evening, everybody. Your neighborhood good Gulf dealer and the Gulf Oil Companies again welcome you to the Gulf Theater. And what a cast we have for you tonight. Loretta Young, Edward Arnold, James Stewart, Fuzzy Knight, and, as usual, Oscar Bradley and his Gulf Orchestra. Jimmy Stewart's about a step and a half behind himself these days. It seems he hopes to open his own candid camera exhibit in about three weeks. And so, after working all day at the studio, he's been rushing madly home to spend the evening dividing his time between a roll of film, a band of developer, and a rather bedraggled sandwich for dinner. Loretta Young deserves a prize for having discovered something brand new in the way of autograph hunters. This afternoon, Loretta was asked for her autograph. Not on a piece of paper, but in a block of wet cement. Loretta signed it all right with a ten-penny nail. And when last seen, the fan was staggering triumphantly down Hollywood Boulevard with his block of cement on his shoulder. You know, the stars get a tremendous kick out of appearing in the Gulf Theater. It's almost a contest to see who worked the hardest at rehearsals. That's because the Gulf Theater is the star's own theater. You see, every single cent that Gulf would ordinarily give to the stars who appear here is given instead to meet the needs of the Motion Picture Relief Fund and to build a home for the members of the picture industry who can no longer provide for themselves. And remember, in this same spirit of giving, you can lend a helping hand to your less fortunate neighbors this week by contributing to your community chest. So be a good neighbor and help out, won't you? And now it's time for me to assume my role as stage manager and call for lights. Music. Our play, Going My Way, is a comedy adapted from an original screenplay by Alan Scott and W.W. Watson. And now I'd like you to meet the cast. Loretta Young. I play the part of Nancy Colway. James Stewart. I'm uh, Lewis Colway, Nancy's husband. Edward Arnold. I play the part of J.P. Hampton, owner of the big New York department store. Fuzzy Knight. Me? <laughs> well, I'm the elevator operator. Going up? And I'm Don Hampton, J.P.'s son. As the play begins, Lewis is speaking to his employer, J.P. Hampton, over the phone. Yes, Miss Hampton. No, Miss Hampton. Yes, Miss Hampton. Yes, Miss Hampton. I mean, no, 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 Miss Hampton. Oh, yes, Miss Hampton. <laughs> That's telling him, Lewis. That's telling him. Well, Nancy, right? Mm-hmm, my Nancy. Oh, what are you doing here? Why aren't you at home? Something wrong? Is it wrong for a wife to come to her husband's office? Yeah, but do you realize you're absolutely smashing Rule 24? Then I'm a bad girl. Yeah, well, Rule 24 clearly states that wives of employees shall not disturb business routine by social call. Rule 24 doesn't apply, because this is not a social call. Now, look, Nancy, you can't just wait until I get home. And that's just it, Lewis. You never come home. Well, I know, last night. I know. And the night before, and the night before that. I know, Nancy. We're right now in the Hollywood day season, you know. Do you realize the last time you took me to movies, they were still showing silent pictures? Now, look, I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't mean to. And I can't remember the last time I had a chance to wear my evening gown. But I could wear it now, all right. Bustles are right back in style again. Now, darling, no, no, that's no way to look at it. No, it isn't, huh? Well, how would you like to wait dinner night after night for someone who never gets there? Tuesday night I waited dinner for you and you didn't show up. Thursday night you didn't show up. Friday night you didn't show up. Why, I'm married to the little man who wasn't there. I'm through, Lewis. I'm finished. Oh, what do you mean? I mean, I've walked out on you. I moved to a hotel today and I'm registered under my maiden name. Nancy French, remember? All right, now, you can't do that. Why not? 
Well, in the first place, I love you. In the second place, J.P. Hampton won't stand for it. He believes wives and husbands should live together. Oh, so J.P. Hampton won't stand for it. Very well, then we'll get a divorce. Don't don't say that, Nancy. Now, someone might hear you. You don't realize how Mr. Hampton feels about that that, that word. Here. Here, look at the Monday morning message he sent. Read it. Mm. Marriage is a business, and a man who can't make a success in marriage can't make a success in business. And, uh, well, you see, we can't possibly get a divorce. No, can't we? Well, and besides, what would happen to you? Happen to me, why, darling, I get a job, of course. Well, that's the silliest thing I've ever heard of. Oh, is it? Oh, certainly. Now, you run along home. Now, uh, you can get the 410 if you're hurrying. Goodbye, darling. Now, I'll be there for dinner, I think. You think? <laughs> darling, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it does me. Yeah, well, I'll phone you from the station. What? What'd you say? I will illustrate in three easy steps. You see this lamp? Yeah, that's lamp department. It's 4250. No, yeah. dear. This represents our home. Oh, Nancy. It's now broken. Now, wait a minute. You observe this vase? Now, look, Nancy, please. This vase is our marriage. We are divorced. Nancy, will you stop your ruining my office? Did you observe this bust of Mr. Hampton? Oh, Nancy, now come back here with Mr. Hampton. You will just try and make me. That's all I have to do. Nancy, take it easy. Now, put Mr. Hampton down. Okay, you asked for it. Yeah, there he is. Hampton. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy, if I ever get my hands on you... Oh, you can't fight me, you big brute. Come on, come on out here from under that desk. I will not come out. I will not. Say, Lewis, what's this plaster all over the floor? Plaster? What plaster? Oh, it's it's from the ceiling. It falls down all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Lewis? Uh, No, I'm just finishing up some window displays. Oh, I was wondering what that dummy was doing under your desk. Say, no one can call me a dummy and get away with it. What was that? What? I'm sorry. The dummy, I mean the... Uh, lady under the desk is my wife's uh, dearest friend. Meet, uh, meet, um... French. Yeah, French. Come, you can come out, Miss French. That's Miss <laughs> Nancy French. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is uh, Don Hampton, our personnel manager. Oh, well, how do you do? Mm, how do you do? <laughs> oh, uh, Don Hampton is my boss's son. And I don't let that tell you, Miss French, I take after my mother's side of the family. Uh-huh. Uh, Miss French was just looking for something. Oh, what was it? Oh, what was it? Uh, a job. A job? Uh-huh. Well, that's strange. I never heard of anyone looking for a job under a desk. Oh, I'll work anywhere. <laughs> Look, Don, if you have anything else to do... Well, of course, we have a lot of jobs around here, Miss French. Uh, we hire people all the time. Well, that's lovely. Now, look here, Miss French. You, uh, you don't want to take anything that comes along here, you know. You have a special talent. Oh, have I? Uh, Yes, and yeah. besides Don, she's going back to Youngstown tomorrow. She got a letter from her mother. Uh, Excuse me. No. Yeah? Hello? Oh. Oh. Go away. Go away. Come up here right away. Well, oh, yes, Mr. Hampton. I'll invite it right in. In case I don't see you again, Miss French, uh, goodbye. Well, I think I ought to pick up these things that uh, you dropped on the floor, don't you? Uh, yes, Miss French, and I'll help you. Uh, look, uh, I sort of like my office untidy. It sort of makes me look busy. I don't like to... Yes? Coming up, I'm waiting for you. All right, Mr. Hampton, I'm coming. Night floor, Grandfather Clock, stuffed fish, and peach, and Mr. J.P. Hampton. That's why you're in line for this promotion. You set a shining example for the rest of our employees. I'll take our Western sales representative. He's getting the loss. And a man who is disloyal to his wife is just as likely to be disloyal to his employer. Right? Yes, Mr. Hampton. If a man's home life is upset, how can his business life be otherwise? Right? Yes, Mr. Hampton. There isn't a divorced man in my organization. When a man is divorced, 
He is automatically liquidated. Right? Yes, Mr. Hampton. Thank you. You, you never have any trouble with your wife, do you? Yes, Mr. Hampton. What? No, no. Yeah. I mean, no, Mr. Hampton. Good. You'd be proud of you to, proud to know that I intend to have you elected to an officership. Well, I'm glad to know that you have that much faith in me, Mr. Hampton. Well, I have. That's why I'm letting you teach my son the business. Uh, confidentially, how is Don doing? Well, he's picking up things. Ah, oh, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> now, as you know, Calway, I'm leaving for our Chicago office tonight, and I'm placing everything in your hands. Yes, Mr. Hampton. Eighth floor, leftovers, markdowns. Please get off my foot, ladies. Thank you. Second, doormat, Mr. Lewis Calway. <laughs> Oh, that's what I... Oh. I thought you'd gone by now, Miss French. I was just leaving. Goodbye, Don. Don. Bye, Nancy. Oh, Nancy. Uh, goodbye, Mr. Colway. Oh, it's Mr. Colway. <laughs> Bye. See you tomorrow morning at 9. Oh, that's right. At 9. <laughs> oh, see you tomorrow morning at 9. Everything's all fixed up. Certainly is. Let's see here, Miss French. What have you been saying to my boss's son? Oh, correction, please. You mean our boss's son. <laughs> Oh, Nancy. Yes, Louis? Uh, may I take you for a drive? Oh, I'm sorry, but Don's taking me for a walk. Oh, Nancy. Yes, Louis? May I take you for a walk? Oh, I'm sorry, but Don's taking me for a drive. Oh, Nancy. Yes, Don? Oh, uh, Louis? Oh, uh, well, never mind. <laughs> But, Lewis, you aren't eating a thing. No, I can't eat. Now, listen, Nancy, you realize this is the first time we've been together in three weeks? Well, you know, I've been so terribly busy since Don put me in charge of Drake. Yeah, Don, Don, that's all I hear is Don. Now, look, Nancy, Don only gave you the job because you have a pretty face. Nancy, your place is in the home, our home. Oh, Lewis, say that again. What do you mean about the home? What? No, about the pretty face. Oh, Nancy, Nancy. You don't belong in business. Now, statistics show that women are losing ground in business every day. According to the UVNM survey of the last fiscal year, in November there were 5,437,000 in business. In December shows 4,294,000. And all January has is a measly 3,576,942. Except February, which has 28. Nancy, I'm only trying to make you realize that for generations men have been running things. You, can't you understand? It's a man's world. Yeah, look at it. Yeah, I said. Well, from now on... I'll do anything to prove to you that you don't belong in business. Hey, look, Lewis, I'm getting sick of arguing. I think I'll go now. No, but Nancy, wait, your lunch. What... I'm sorry, Lewis, but uh, all of a sudden I'm on a diet. Goodbye. Eighth floor, pet supplies, guppies, goldfish, muzzles, dog houses, <laughs> and Mr. Lewis Caldwell. <laughs> Hello, Lewis. What are you so happy about? Oh, Lewis, the greatest thing has happened to me. Congratulate me. Nancy and I are engaged. What? Uh-huh. We're going to be married. Married? Yep, that's right. And to show you how grateful I am to you for bringing us together, you're going to be the best man. Now, isn't that swell? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't it great the way things have turned out? Me marrying Nancy, your wife's best friend? My wife's best friend, yeah. Yeah, oh, can't yeah, you just I... see it, Lewis? Nancy and I, your wife and you, going around together. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The three of us are going to be very happy. Hello, three floors. Hey, buddy. 
Next time, take that ice up on the service elevator. Windbreakers, red flannel, skis, <laughs> snowshoes, and John Conker. Well, folks, I'm in charge of the, uh, gosh, it'll soon be winter department. And I don't need to remind any of you that nowadays your car can be even more useful to you during the winter than it is in summer. And I don't have to remind you either that there are lots of little things that should be done to your car before the winter season gets underway. That's why your good golf dealer has put out a big sign with a laughing man on it. And that sign tells you that your good golf dealer is ready to help you laugh at winter. You already know about quick-starting, free-flowing golf-tried motor oil and about quick-starting golf no-knock gasoline. Well, in addition, your golf man is ready with other special services. Golf Flex registered lubrication, as well as a new golf antifreeze if you live up north, and everything you need for golf's complete winter guard service. So why not drive into your good golf dealers tomorrow and have your car prepared for colder weather? You can laugh at winter if you look for the laughing man under the sign of the golf orange disc. Thank you, John Connie. And now it's time for Act Two of our play, Going My Way, with Loretta Young, Edward Arnold, Jimmy Stewart, and Fuzzy Knight. So we call for lights. Music. Curtain. As the curtain rises on Act Two, two weeks later, at the end of another business day, as the Fifth Avenue bus stops at the corner of the Hampton Building, Nancy Corway boards it and climbs to the upper deck. I beg your pardon. Would you mind moving over, please? Oh, sure. sure. Oh, Nancy, how did you get on this bus? Oh, it was quite simple. I just stopped at the corner and held up my finger, and the bus stopped, and the driver said, Madam, do you want a bus, or are you trucking? And so I got on. Uh, that's, that's very funny, Miss Frank. Yes, I thought so. Oh, well, darling, what's the matter? You can't even say hello to me. Yeah. Hello. Oh, that's my little sunbeam. Oh, really, Lewis, what's eating you? After all, Mr. Hampton is coming back to Chicago tomorrow, and it's... Well, it's common gossip that your promotion's been passed. But for your information, Miss Friends, I wasn't thinking about my promotion or my job, and incidentally, congratulations. Congratulations? What do you mean? You know what I mean, and I wish you'd stop evading the issue. After all, I'm... They got a match, bud? No! This so happens, Nancy. Hey, you got one, lady? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, here we are. I was trying to... Do you mind if I keep him? Uh, no, that's all right. Go right in. You would like to read my newspaper, too, would you? Yeah, thanks. Oh, I can read, too. <laughs> Now, listen to me, Nancy. I admit I have no right to tell you who you can marry, but at least you could have told me about yourself and Don. Who said I was marrying Don? Who said you wouldn't? Well, he proposed to you, didn't he? Well, what harm is there in a proposal? After all, you proposed to me once yourself, remember? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, oh, well, yes. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, I don't like the idea of other people proposing to my wife. And besides, you're just trying to talk your way out of it. Now, look, I'm not trying to talk my way out of anything. I'm stop shouting. Hey, why don't you two get married? For your information, buddy, we are married. Oh. And another thing, Nancy... I, I, well, why don't you get divorced? We are getting divorced. Oh. You got any more ideas, chum? No, this is where I get off. <laughs> That's the best, the best idea I've heard yet. I'll talk with you. Switch floor, commission blinds, lace boilers, love seats, Etchings and Mr. Donald Hampton. Oh, hello, Nancy. Hey, Nancy, how would you like... What's the matter, Nancy? You look worried. Something wrong in your department? Uh, no, Don, I think there's something wrong in your department, though. Huh? If I hadn't spoken to Lewis last night, this telegram might have been a surprise to me. Telegram? What telegram? Uh, this one, from your father. He's always a businessman. Just listen to it. My dear Miss French, stop. 
Congratulations, Fox. Donna told me you promised Marion, Fox. My blessings upon this merger, and may the years bring many little happy branches of your own. Well, say, Father has a sense of humor. Well, I haven't. If you think I'm going to marry you and have a lot of little branches, you're crazy. Oh, but Nancy... Now, Donald Hampton, I never said I'd marry you. Oh, now, don't fly off the handle, Nancy. Please, take some time to think it over. Take a week. It'll take two weeks. Take three. Do I hear far? Oh, now, Nancy, don't you realize there's a man for every girl in the world? Mm. And I had to hit the jackpot. <laughs> This floor, hot air conditioning, earmuffs, loudspeakers, auditorium. All right, now, everybody, get, get set now. He's on his way out now, just as soon as he opens the door. Now, get ready now. Okay, all together now. Welcome home, Mr. Manson. Thank you, thank you, my loyal employees. It's a wonderful feeling to see such happy, smiling faces. It reminds me of the Chicago office. Everyone was so happy when I left. <laughs> and now, now for the important news. I have with me a list of all the promotions that have been passed. Wait a minute. To make this a truly happy occasion, I want all married employees to telephone their wives and have them at the auditorium within an hour. Now, there isn't much time, so you better hurry, that's all. And Lois. Oh, yes, Mr. Apple. I'm particularly looking forward to you uh, meeting your wife. We'll call her, of course. Call my wife, huh? Oh, yeah, yes, Miss Hampton. Yeah. Oh, I gotta call my wife, huh? I gotta tell her to be here in an hour, I guess. Nice floor, 18th century ornaments, suits of armor, fencing foils, battle axes, and J.P. Hampton. happy I am that you're marrying Don. Oh, Mr. Hampton, I, uh... Oh, call me Papa. <laughs> very well, Papa. <laughs> yes, I, I have a wonderful surprise for you, my dear. On your wedding day, we'll have a 10% discount sale. Oh, that's very interesting. Nancy, <laughs> uh, when will it be? Oh, I'd say in about, um, uh, six months. Six months? Uh, my dear, why wait that long? Well, first I've got to get a divorce. Divorce? Uh-huh. Did you say divorce? Yes, Papa. I can't marry a divorce. It's against our principles. I'm sorry, Miss French, but there will be no marriage. Yes, Papa. And stop calling me Papa. You're fired. <laughs> Eight floor, rattle, baby blocks, paper dolls, did you just call puzzles, and Mr. Lewis Calway. And that, that woman? Now, if you look up her record, you'll learn that she's one of your most efficient employees. But she's a divorcee. You know how I feel about that. Now, Mr. Hampton, you only know that she's a divorcee, but I know the circumstances. You mean to say you know her husband? Yes, I do, Mr. Hampton. And a scoundrel, if ever there was one, and she, a sweet, impressionable young girl, and he, a, he, a dapper, swashbuckling roué with a sneer on his lips, so what chance did she have? Go on, go on. Well, day after day and night after night, she'd sit home alone and knit... Pearl one, drop two, pearl one, drop two, pearl one, drop two more. Pearl. Gosh, that's monotonous. Uh, and where was her husband? Oh, he's running around pool rooms, gambling ships. A gambling ship? Yeah, he swam home from two once. <laughs> why, why, that's awful. That's, that's terrible. That's... Quick, Donald, run after Miss French and, and bring the poor creature back here. Yes, Ed. Now, Louis, if you hadn't told me these things, I would have committed a great injustice against this girl. 
She deserves admiration, not condemnation. Oh, Mr. Hampton, you've convinced me. All right, better be going now. Oh, no, you don't. No, you don't. You deserve the satisfaction of seeing her face light up when I tell her what you have done for her. No, no, Mr. Hampton, that isn't necessary. When, when you've seen one face light up, you've seen them all. <laughs> Nancy? Yeah, and here's Nancy. And here's a telegram for you. Now, don't bother me with telegrams now. Read it yourself. Somebody, please tell me what this is all about. My dear, I owe you an apology. You do? Yes, you belong here. You had an unhappy marriage, but it wasn't your fault. Lewis just told us all about it. He did? Lewis, you told him about our marriage to save me. Our marriage? You mean you and Lewis are married? Lewis? You're the scoundrel, the... the... Oh, no. 
Oh, Why, Johnny, I didn't recognize you. The last time I saw you, you were wearing baggy trees and a bow tie. And, well, look at you now. You're the best... Protection against motor knocks. Because motor knocks are not only annoying, they're also a common cause of wasted power and possible repair bills. Well, as you probably know, ladies and gentlemen, protection against motor knocks is by clothes. But when you buy food or gasoline, you want extra quality. Especially when you buy gas, because then you want to be sure that you get really effective protection against motor knocks. Because motor knocks are not only annoying, they're also a common cause of wasted power and possible repair bills. Well, as you probably know, ladies and gentlemen, protect a regular gas can possibly give you the same protection against motor knocks. That's why if you want modern 1940 performance from your car this year, you should be sure to stop at the sign of the orange disc and... What's more, no regular gas of any make, no matter what claims may be made for it, gives you as high an octane rating as no knock. And therefore, no regular gas can possibly give you the same protection against motor knock. That's why, if you want modern 1940 performance from your car this year, you should be sure to stop at the sign of the... No, no, I don't think... No, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I think he did a, uh, a double talk song in uh, uh, Modern Times... Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Maxwell House, good news show. Ready, Eddie? Well, Eddie, now. Yes, yes, yes. Give up quick. Give up quickly? Well, I'm afraid we'll have a forfeit because it would be James Cagney because he does paint a lot and very well, too. Now, let's go, Loretta, for your forfeit. Now, let me see. I have one all prepared and a very good one. Here is a eternally yours. Uh, Loretta, if you saw a painting signed with the initials J.C., would that stand for Joan Crawford, James Cagney, or John Conti? Mm. Think hard now. I give up quick. You give up quickly? Well, I'm afraid we'll have a forfeit because it would be James Cagney because he does paint a lot and very well, too. Now, let's go, Loretta, for your forfeit. Now, let me see. I have one all... Thank you, Loretta. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Loretta Young. And here's a question for James Stewart, whose next MGM picture will be the shop around the corner. Come on, Jimmy. You ready? Young, and here's a question for James Stewart, whose next MGM picture will be The Shop Around the Corner. Come on, Jimmy. Charles Watt will be here in the Gulf Theater next week with Elsa Lancaster, Gene Herschel, and Reginald Owen. And now, Mr. James, you can't catch me on that one, Stewart. Here's a forfeit to you. You must play any little tune that comes to your mind on the sliding wheel. Yeah. No, no, Charlie Rutherford didn't plan. Oh, he did. Well, I'm sorry, but he did. He did? Yes, he did, Jimmy. Although Charles Lawton played the leading role. And incidentally, Charles Lawton will be here in the Gulf Theater next week with Elsa Lancaster, Gene Herschel, and Reginald Owen. And now, Mr. James, you can't catch me on that one, Stewart. Here's a forfeit to you. You must play any little tune that comes to your mind. <laughs> Charles Watson, Elsa Lancaster, Gene Herschel, Reginald. Give me a check up. Thank you, Jimmy. I'm going to get, ladies and gentlemen, next week, Charles Watson, Elsa Lancaster. <laughs> <laughs> 
Theater originates in Earl Carroll's Columbia Square, Hollywood. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.